I'm so excited to be back on the Little Advice Podcast. I had to go on a little vacation. I went to Israel with my family. It's really great. If you want to see pictures from there, check out my Instagram at the XT Little. But also, speaking of Instagram, guess what? Finally got a little advice podcast Instagram. It is at a little advice on Instagram. We've got daily tips. We've got games. And also, most importantly, I did a really sexy photo shoot. So I'm going to need you to check those videos out and pictures. We have a really funny guest today. But first, did I mention I have an Instagram? Yeah, go on a little advice podcast on Instagram. Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. Let's get to it. I am here with my first guest on the new format. She is a comedian. She can be seen on True TV's Laugh Tracks. She's also a singer, songwriter, producer. She does it all. You guys, please welcome Del Harrison. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. And thank you for having craft services too over hey, there. you gotta eat. You <laughs> gotta eat, even if it's popcorn. First advice of the day. Popcorn and a peanut butter filled pretzel. You gotta get protein, people. If people aren't eating enough protein, it tones your muscles. <laughs> All right, so you're a comedian, uh, singer, songwriter, host. You do a lot. You do a lot. Do a lot. So let me ask you on your journey. How long have you been in the game? Uh, 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. That's a good number. Yeah. So through your journey, what is some of the best creative advice you've gotten so far? Um, some of the best. Well, one particular um, piece of advice I got was from Eddie Murphy. What? Yes. Sorry, you met Eddie Murphy? I met Eddie Murphy, and it wasn't pleasant at all. Wait, tell me the story, please. <laughs> um, well, I was at the Laugh Factory, um, and he used to hang out at the Laugh Factory a long time when I first used to come, uh, when I didn't live in L.A., but I used to always come and visit L.A. and, like, perform here. Um, I used to see him a lot at the 10 o'clock show, and uh, and me being a new comic, you know, I'm just thinking I'm the shit, so, yeah. you know, I'm just like, hey... I'm going to be somewhere up the street. Can you come and see me? You, you said know? that to anywhere? Yes. <laughs> and he was like, pitch it at me coming to see you. So, you know, and of course I'm calling him, you know, every, you know. <laughs> so you were like, should um, I put you on the guest list? Or... <laughs> uh, oh, no, I wasn't like, should I put you on the guest Did list? Did you say it out loud what you were thinking? Um, no, I was like, yeah, you come to see me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, like, because... You know, even though you're Eddie Murphy, you're still a human being. But see, you probably have forgot that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because you know you'd be too big for your britches. But anyway, but um, so I was just like, I was like, hey, um, uh, any advice for a young budding comedian? And he was like, yeah, never take anybody's advice. And um, and it, he was an asshole. But that was the best advice I have ever seen. Because I, I, even though he was an asshole then, I still respect the shit out of Eddie yeah. He is so talented. He was so funny in his specials. Yeah. I just respect all those characters. And, um, and, uh, and also, too, with Steve Harvey. I had met him in New York. I had first moved to New York because before I lived in L.A., I lived in New York. Was and, that a better um, experience? No, they were both assholes. No! Yes. And don't make sure you tell you, um, and no, that's what it is, is guys, if you have any heroes out there, stay far away from them. 
so that you can preserve the image you have of them because they people well also too is in this game you be experiencing so much so many people that will cross you so many people you know you know you just have so many up it's it's a roller coaster ride so i understand about having like a bad day you know what yeah. i mean and I think this was the case for Steve Harvey, who I also admire. Like I don't know what, but anyway, I was trying. I was saw him walking on the street. By, I was at my job, and uh, and I was like, oh my god, Steve Harvey and his bouncer. He had a bouncer with him. He had a uh, bouncer with him because he was still Steve Harvey, okay. you know. And uh, his bouncer was acting like I wanted to, like I was a groupie, and I'm like, nigga, don't nobody want to fuck Steve Harvey. Like, come on now, like this is not no sex symbol out here you know what i'm saying like steve harvey don't have like groupies one just the one you're married i mean and she's not even a groupie like i totally respect her yeah. she's a wife but what i'm saying is you know your wife being your biggest it wasn't fan, like that like yes like nigga no one wants to have sex with you like whenever anyone runs it to you so what happened you went, to the, you went up to the bouncer he was like here's so, a condom if you don't go up no i went up <laughs> to the bouncer and they was like bat my hand down like oh don't touch him get back move back so I was like, oh, I was like, well, you know, then they can see the, the the disgruntled look on my face. And I was like, oh, well, I just wanted to, like, meet you because I do comedy. I just started yeah. doing comedy. So he was like, how old are you, sweetheart? And I was like, um, I was I was like, I'm, uh, I was like, I'm 29. I was 29 at the time or 28 at the time or whatever. And, uh, and he was like, listen, hang in there here. Hang in there. Okay. And that just let me know, right? You know, like he had instant forgiveness right then and there yeah. because he was having a shitty ass day. But I really appreciate him taking the time out to say something positive, even though he was having a bad day. But, yeah. you know, just let me double back on the positive, Steve. Like, no one is knowing you as a sex symbol, Steve, okay? We're oh strictly God. in admiration of your grind as. See, that's the thing too. I will say, as comedians, you recognize that no matter what level you're at, you could you could respect the hustle. Yes. So okay, so you have these two great advice from yes. These I'm still using it. To interesting experiences, yeah. to put it lightly. What about what's some of the worst advice you've received? Um, now that is so plentiful. I'm talking <laughs> about people just drop off the messed up advice. Like as as often as they possibly can from him, from everybody that doesn't do this shit. <laughs> like you know, people will be looking at that. Like I'll get calls from like people I know, and they be like, "You know what you need to do? You need to call up Tyler Perry and let." I them. get that when all my mom says that to me all the time. If I, I can call, call Tyler, Tyler Perry, I already, I already made it. Like I'd be like, "Hey, T Perry, it's me." <laughs> try to do is I try to stay away from people that feel behind in what they are pursuing mm -hmm. you know you want to do real estate you, you wish you had did it 10 years ago you want to be wealthy you wish you had started 10 years ago because see those people project onto you that that feeling of behind when actually no one is behind you're right on you're always in God's plan mm -hmm. even if you're off track you're on track Right. Because you needed to take that, you know, all of my diversions from the what I thought the course was has left me with some fantastic material, a fantastic experience. 
a bomb ass story. Every time I have been off course, it has left me with some kind of distinct experience that I've needed, you yeah. know? So it sounds like anytime that you feel like you're off course, you're really not, and you see it kind of looking back how much it's really done for you. Yeah. I mean, I love that. I, I feel like people are off course when they are out of off spiritual course. Yeah. You know, because spiritual is something that you have to have, in my opinion, to help keep you grounded in a uh, 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 um, uh, in, when you're living the dream. Brings it to a really good point you brought up about being spiritually grounded. How do you, in this business, you've been doing this for 14 years, some people turn to drugs, alcohol, which I'm not judging, meditation, some sort of practice. Like, What do you do to keep yourself grounded when you are going through those times that you feel like you're getting off track? Um, you know what? I smoke a lot of weed. Okay. You know, uh, try to it's smoke legal. weed at sundown. It's legal. Um, and what do you mean at sundown. Tell me sundown. about that. Well, uh, I try. I, well, not I try, but I don't smoke during the daytime because you know business happens during the day. I don't want to be mind altered and slow because you know when I'm talking, I'm talking about my friends. Oh God, I really be putting them through it, and they don't even know it because. I'm 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 even not even friends with this girl to this day from smoking weed because when you smoke weed, you know you be zoned out. Sometimes yeah. people be telling you a whole story, girl, and you be like one word, be like sugar. That reminds me of the time I made Kool Aid when I was that girl. I tuned back into her story and was she was like. And now you know the most critical part of my childhood. I'm like, oh my God, I can't go back and tell this girl. I don't, we're not so friends. You, so you're just like, I can't even be friends That's with you That's it. Like, we broke up from that point. I could never tell you that I zoned out. But that made you instate your rule of no smoking during the daytime. Well, yeah. For, I mean, just because, especially living here mm -hmm. uh, in LA where business just pops up at the gas station sometimes. Yeah. You, you might run into somebody at the gas at the grocery store. The, the, you know, everybody's all around, even though it's huge, it's very tiny here. Yeah. And I don't want to be getting, you know, after 14 years, you have made so many follow-up phone calls. Yeah. And I just don't want one of those calls coming in and then I'm just like, oh yeah, what did you say? And it's like one of the most critical. So you want to be at your sharpest. Yeah. So sharpest. what else do you do to to deal with just the to check? Cause, I mean, because it's hard. You know, you yeah. have your wins and you have your losses, and yeah. then like, how do you do to stay on track? Like, one of my fallbacks, and I maybe I can get your advice on this, is what like. What do you do? Do you ever get in the trap of comparing yourself to other people? Oh, like, what do you do when that comes God. up? What do you, how do you check yourself? Well, the thing is, I have affirmations all around my house. Ooh. I have them popping up on my phone, and I have a vision board of some distinct things that I want so that whenever I, uh, you know, I look at someone and they're like, just did this show, just did that show, just did this show. And then I can go back to the vision board and say, oh, that show wasn't even on here. Ah, I, you, know what I, I mean? you know what? I have visions for it, but I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Because then in my mind, I'll go, well, maybe I should have added that to the vision board. And then yeah. you just 
all your focus is all over the place. Yes. I love that. But when you just write all the, th and then sometimes it is good. Like if you see a person on a show, like, mm -hmm. because wanting something that somebody else wants, it isn't necessarily bad because people are ahead of you. Yeah. So there is something, you know, people are doing late night TV. People are aspiring to do late night TV and you can get inspired. Yeah. But don't get inspired by the things that you aren't passionate about. I'm not passionate mm -hmm. about late night TV. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? In fact, every time I like, I be joking with other comedians and they'd be like, Oh, I'm preparing for late night TV. And I always be like, Oh, okay. All those funny five minutes that you say, just rewrite that and take all the funny out of it. And you're ready for late night because every time I see a late night set, I'd be like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, do y'all want people to laugh or is this a way to like, is this like the, the, the late night TV, the way to be like, okay, you're washed out now. It's we're ready to deal with you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I've, ne I've never laughed. And I'm talking about zero laughter, you know? And so I, that's not an somebody, aspiration for you. It's not so an aspiration. So it's like, it doesn't even bother you. When so you it doesn't it bother me when I see late night, but I am so happy for the people that yeah. have aspired to do that. That's in their brand and they want it. Now I have done late night TV though. I did the Monique show when Monique show had her late night TV. I spoofed Monique on the web. She found my sketch, no. invited me to do her show. And I went on her show and did late night. And she invited me to like be a guest on the couch. And we, if we had more black late night shows, wow. more black people would be, cause so like everybody needs to be killing There's another that. tip. Yeah. Produce as much content as possible. You never know who's going to find it. Oh, someone's always finding it. You so, know? Uh, one more thing before we go to our next segment. How you do music as well. I haven't yes. talked too much about that. How do you see comedy and music being related? They are actually the same. Most of the comedians I know can sing. Most of the maybe I'm not funny enough to like him. Or maybe or, or musically inclined. Okay, I do it's make very rare. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Even if it's like a weird album, musically inclined, you know, you remake it. You know, Michael Jackson's beat it to eat it. Uh, and most of the singers that I know are extremely funny people. Yeah. You know? They are. When I go to concerts and they yeah. riff in between, I'm like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. I'm yeah. like, know your lane here, yeah. buddy. Yeah. I do the comedy. I sing the song. You hired me to host <laughs> and you don't tell another joke in your bed. I'm lying. <laughs> I do that. I refuse to laugh at a person who doesn't classify as a comedian. Um, hey, no, they're taking our jobs. <laughs> That's taking no, our We're job. taking their jobs as well, Lil Duval. Just had the number one hit on the radio, you know what I'm saying? With, um, with, uh, I ain't going back and forth with you niggas. I'm living my best life. Oh, I got bitch. Small. It's Lil Duval. And don't get me started on Donald Glover. You know? He makes me so mad. No, and no one he should is, be that talented. You know, he is so, but like everyone's that talented, but people are not pursuing it. Mm. Because that's the thing is, people have the talent. I know this dude, uh, Derek Gaines, mm -hmm. in New York. I'm talking about every time I see him, I'll be like, don't even talk to me until you, unless you're gonna sing. And he'd be like, I don't sing that, but I'm talking about this dude's voice is the most crazy, gorgeous singing voice ever. Like when he's playing along, and I'm like, I know you be singing in the shower. Why are we hiding our light on the bus? But that's yeah. actually how I, how I came to sing. I was standing at this old man's. Uh, he was did some event, live event I was at. And this old man picked up this bass and the band started playing. And I walked over there and I was like, I like, 
I was going to be like, I have to sing with this band. And the man was like, do you want to sing with the band? And uh, I guess it was just that thirst on my face. And I was like, I was like, no. Um, and he was like, sweetheart, don't you hide your light under a bush? And it that was so it. That gives me like goosebumps. And every time I go, even nervous about anything, that old man pops right up. You know, so wow. Yeah, you never know where you're gonna get an important message. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of messages, I gotta throw a, a shout out to the sponsor for this episode. And spoiler alert, it's me. It's Integrity's. You guys, get you an Integrity shirt, okay? Because sometimes guys will check you out and they don't know anything about you. This shirt says, hey, I have Integrity, and yes, I do have titties. So, Integrity's. Get you a shirt today, okay? Thank you so much. Oh, hi. I didn't see you come in. Yeah, I, I recycle paper, paper towels. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of Little Advice Podcast. Our word of the day, I know you're dying to know, is feelings. Yeah, feelings. Mm. Feelings are described as an emotional state or reaction. You know how I define feelings? Drake. Yeah. If you listen to him, he's all in his feelings. I think he even has a song that he says he's in his feelings. I have so many feelings, you guys. Like, from, from moment to moment. It's like, I'm all feels. It's because I'm an artist. You're an artist. <laughs> back to the show all right so this next segment we're gonna play a game all right now tell i don't want to intimidate you too much but i don't know if you know this about me i do have a ba in psychology is okay. this where i'm gonna find out i'm crazy <laughs> yes i am so we're gonna do uh, my little version of an ink blot test. Instead of ink blot, I'm gonna show you a picture, okay. and you have to tell me right away the first feeling you get from it, okay. and then I'm gonna analyze you at the end of it. Okay. Right? So okay. for our listeners who can't see this now visual format, I'm gonna explain the picture after I show it to her. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Here we go. First picture. <laughs> I feel. We have a squirrel with its arms out and its mouth out open. I feel uh, joy. Joy. Okay. I and because he's looking like he's like, he he's looking like, oh, 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 wait a minute, y'all. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. So you see this as a, like an urban comedian. Yes. <laughs> I see. Yes. All right. We're going to, okay. Yes. So make sure you turn it to that means black. Okay. To, 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 black to the show. To, to look at the website, we're going to have pictures of these. Okay, first feeling you get when you see this. Ready? Go. It's it's uh, it's pity. That is the ugliest Hello. baby I've ever seen in my life. It's okay. Mr. Bean's face on a baby's body. And oh I do God. not feel warm and fuzzy you at all. You don't feel warm Looking and fuzzy at that. about this? No. Okay. I feel like, don't touch me, baby. All right, next one. I feel confusion. What the hell is that? This is a cat, an orange cat with a lady. Her face is in the cat's stomach and the cat's hands are on either side of her head. Looking like she's giving the cat head and he got a giant ball. Oh my god. I mean, I didn't I didn't make these pictures. Okay, so all right. So how does this this makes you feel confused? confused. So we've got confused, 
pity and joy. All okay. right, last picture. Uh, <laughs> we have a horse with his mouth open, like wide open teeth. Oh, is that a horse? Yeah, what'd you think it was? I didn't, because it looks like a damn hyena now. Like, I mean, but it's a horse, right? But it, yes, is, horse. it is a horse, but now I feel so much love. I take care of horses. You do? Um, yeah, out here in Sunland, in oh, Sun Valley. Yeah. And, oh my God, I love that okay. baby so much. So I'm ready to analyze you now. Okay. All right, so we've got joy, pity, confusion, and love. See how I separated these two into yeah. different piles? Yep. Confusion and pity, joy and love. You know what this tells me about you? I'm an empath. What does that tell me? I love that you just said I'm an empath. It tells me that you're balanced. Really? Yes. You're oh a very my God. balanced person. That you is see the first. Equal. What's your sign? You leave Cancer. Okay, well, I was off. So happy birthday. It's coming up. Soon. Coming up. Soon. Okay, good. You're a balanced person. Wow. You don't see anything too negative or too lightly. Now, don't take this seriously. I only have a BA in psychology, but maybe you are an empath. I don't know. All right, what's next, guys? <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. Tell us where people can find you. Thank you so much. They can find me doing all the sketches. Please subscribe to my YouTube, YouTube slash Dell Harrison. That's D E L Harrison. You can also find me on Facebook, the Dell Harrison Rockout, D-E-L Harrison Rockout. That is my fan page. Subscribe to my fan page. I put up sketches every day. And also find my song on iTunes. iTunes. What's the song? It's called Boom Boom. It's on iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And it's called Boom Boom, Dell Harrison. Boom Boom. Boom Boom. I'm gonna touch and squeeze a boom boom. One thing, do you have any any advice you want to get from me based on the game that we play? Any advice on your life? Because this is a little advice after all. A little advice after all. I want to get um, advice on attracting my mates. Okay. You know? right. Well, I'm still working on that, okay. but I want to give you some book recommendations. Okay. Um, eight Weeks to Everlasting. Okay. It's a relationship book. At okay. the end of it, there's all these exercises and stuff you're supposed to manifest your husband. You know what? If you want, since you live in the neighborhood, we can work on it together. Okay. And we we'll do the exercises yeah. together. I would love that. And the other book is a book that uh, my friend Dicey told me about called E Squared. It doesn't have to do with love particularly, but it's about manifesting and putting things out there and there's experiments and it really works. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready for your gift? I'm ready. You know you have a gift, right? I'm we all have gifts. super ready. Where is it? I love gifts. Oh. oh. Oh my God. It's been right here the whole time. And that's how life works. And this is a burger sticker on you. <laughs> Are you hungry? Uh, yeah. <laughs> did you see the way I talked that popcorn? Yeah, I did. You came Am right I over to open it. my camera? Yeah, open it. Guys, I love a good gift. I love a good gift. I'm just uh, so you're one of those people who unwraps their gifts meticulously, don't you? Yes, and you know, right, let's see. show the people. Oh my god, a little affirmation. 
I don't need to live life in a way that will impress others. Yay! Patient name. Guys, this is my prescription. Del Harrison. And you can add that to your affirmations that you do. Put that on your, your mirror or your wall. Yay! And then I have a journal, which I absolutely love because I'm always writing down things. Journal or joke book? Yeah. Journal, joke book. My things go um, like uh, anything I write on is, is everything. Journal, joke book, note taker, uh, church notes. I got you. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Little Advice Podcast. If you want to hear more from uh, Del Harrison about her creative process, please tune in to Patreon. We're going to have a whole separate interview about her writing, singing, and comedy process. Thank you guys so much for... Tuning in to this episode of A Little Advice, and special shout out to BED Productions, Brittany Emanuel, Dicey. Be sure to look them up. Thank you guys so much, and thank you to Jeff Harrison. Get yours at hodago.co.